Hi there. Welcome to the Creating Australia podcast. My name is Jessica Reynolds, and I'm a private town planner and business owner based in Brisbane, Queensland. I'm passionate about engaging with the amazing people that make the property and development industry what it is today. In Creating Australia, I want to learn from experts in the industry and share their knowledge and wisdom with you. In each episode, we'll talk with different people and unpack their past experiences and innovative ideas for the future. Join me now for an episode of Creating Australia, where we dive into the industry exploring local stories, projects, businesses, people, ideas, and more. Well, thanks for joining us today, Jesse. Can you tell us a bit about who you are? How would you introduce yourself at a barbecue? Yeah, thanks for having me, Jess. Um, so I'm Jesse, and um, uh, how to introduce myself at a barbecue depends what barbecue, but my day job is um, I'm, I just started as the COO of construction software company Matrack, um, which I'm super excited about. So um, their software handles uh, tracking of um, all construction materials um, across the globe um, and they've started in Melbourne and are expanding rapidly everywhere. Um, so that's what I do for my day job and then my passion project is Good Designs which is how we got connected which is helping people learn about um, best design principles uh, for multi-residential um, and that passion project grew out of like working um, in development long term and my previous project, which uh, was establishing Nightingale Housing, which is all about ethical multi-residential housing development. Oh my goodness. I don't even know where to start. There are so many cool things you are involved in. Um, I'm in complete awe of you and the things that you are doing right now. But how did you actually get to this point? Because I highly doubt it was just this is an overnight thing where you went, oh, okay, yeah, I've just founded all these cool things. I'm part of all these awesome, like, you know, I would say game-changing, you know, um, I've, I'm lost for words now. Like, <laughs> what, what would you call them? Ventures, like. Yeah, like ventures, passion projects, yeah. life, mission, <laughs> um, all of those things. Um, so, I, start, I mean, I start, started my career in government and I worked okay. um, in the infrastructure sector of Victorian government. Um, and as a project manager. And so mm -hmm. that's how I first got involved um, with design and development and infrastructure projects. And it was such an amazing experience. Um, I guess my passion project within that has actually, this is a decade later, just um, open to the public, which is Collingwood Yards Arts Precinct um, in inner North Melbourne. And um, yeah, that's been, I think, yeah, about a 10 year project and it's just completed. And um, I became totally obsessed with the design, development and sustainability sector, um, being a project manager and getting exposed to all parts of that, even including heritage development, which was incredibly mm -hmm. interesting as well. Um, and then um, I got more into outside of infrastructure projects and government projects. I got into, um, I guess, residential development um, really came out of solving my own problem, which was I couldn't find a house that I wanted to buy that I thought was really well designed within my price range. Mm -hmm. um, and that probably came from just having, you know, too much exposure to the industry where I knew that it wasn't that hard to do really good design, to do really sustainable developments, that they weren't more expensive. And I knew all of the benefits because I looked at mm -hmm. them from a long-term planning perspective um, from, from a government, you know, infrastructure project perspective. And I was like looking to buy my own first place with my husband and I just couldn't find anything that I thought was decent quality or value for money. So 
um, we were looking um, at apartments in Melbourne and the quality was um, just not what I wanted to live in. Or Around what, what time I, was this? Um, 2014, yeah. 2014, um, yeah, okay. About six years ago. Um, and I think it was really frustrating for me because I knew what was possible and I knew that it didn't need to be more expensive. And then the, the design standard just wasn't where I knew it could be. And so um, I started working with a whole bunch of awesome architects who wanted to do their own developments without developers. And so we could really work towards getting the best design outcome um, for the residents who were going to live there, who were predominantly owner occupiers, rather mm -hmm. than the best financial outcome. And we just sort of um, said, look, the financial outcome is going to be a standard development return. Uh, we found a lot of investors who were really passionate about sustainability and design as well. And the first project um, got off the ground and, and then it just sort of started snowballing from there and so many people were interested and we established um, the organisation Nightingale Housing as, as a not-for-profit and the original intention was to help um, architects or I guess non-developers do their own development or I guess spread um, knowledge around sustainable development and so that was super awesome and did that and, and um, led that as CEO for a couple of years. And then um, I was invited to be part of um, a entrepreneurial program called Startmate, which is mainly about software companies, which is how I've ended mm -hmm. up working in software now. And so I learned a lot about software and, and coming from the physical design space. I was like, wow, the power of this to do great things um, is, is really exciting and a lot more, I guess, exponential impact possibilities rather than physical development just because of the way it works. And so became very interested in that. Um, and then, yeah, started working in software and ended up um, just launching my own project, Good Designs, which, like I said, is more of a passion project. Um, and again, this came from a very personal space of, I just had so many friends asking me like, hey, can you have a look at this project? I'm going to buy something off the plan. And um, they were super smart people, like some of the smartest people I know. And then realizing that unless you work in this industry, you kind of maybe don't know what to look out for. And it's very easy to get confused when you've got all this marketing material. And some, one of my best friends, actually, they were comparing two different projects. And to me, I was like, well, it's so obvious that one project is much better than the other. Um, and they couldn't tell the difference at all. And the projects were both very good. They were both very sustainable, great developers. Um, but one was just per square meter, way cheaper than the other and in a better location because they had got some really good design efficiencies out of that particular site. Like that was all that it was. And um, they absolutely couldn't tell the difference. And so I prepared a design report for them where I compared the two and looked at the layouts and talked about, you know, the scale of the development. So I think people, um, you know, in my experience, when they're looking at their, you know, potentially to buy up the plan, they're very, very focused on their unit and the layout, but maybe aren't considering other elements that will contribute to livability, such as how do you access the apartment, how many apartments on the floor, all of these sorts of things that um, all people who work in, you know, the design professions know to look for. And so I thought, hey, what if, um, you know, I couldn't, I could help beyond just my friends. I could help anyone who's buying off the plan and I could prepare a design report, um, you know, based on the properties they're looking at. So we launched that at the start of this year. And so Good Designs now is a website that lists um, most of the plan projects in Australia and anybody, any purchaser who's looking for a design analysis um, can come and purchase a design analysis from us. No, that's absolutely amazing. So with Good Designs, do you find that it's more from, from your perspective, is it more about helping people or is it about 
um, maybe creating sort of a forced change within the industry by educating consumers? Well, I think they're exactly the same thing, um, which is once you um, educate people on what good design is or, or value for money. So, you know, we have a big focus on, um, we'll look at some of the life cycle costs, what we think it'll cost to run um, the, the property. And we simply look at things like energy efficiency and, and talk about that in context um, or, you know, the scale of the development, you know, how easy it will be to do maintenance and, mm -hmm. um, and the materials and the light and the orientation. Um, and we try and inform people. Um, and so when people feel really empowered by information, we find that they go to the developer. We um, often help them just with like saying, oh, I guess giving them a bit of a script of here are some great questions to ask or here are things we're unclear about. And then that allows them to make the best choice. And I think what that starts to create, and I've already seen it happen, is that developers are realizing that people are asking for really good design, sustainability, mm -hmm. they're asking about orientation, about thermal efficiency. And then once they know that the buyers are aware of that, they start to provide um, better outcomes as almost like a differentiation tool. So we're seeing or what we've seen with good designs is that every um, design report we've done on what we consider to be a pretty good project, people have either purchased it or stuck with the project and felt really good about it. So it's great from, um, I guess, a market perspective for developers mm -hmm. to go down that route. And I mean, we have seen more good than bad, but unfortunately we have seen a couple of less than ideal ones. And we've seen those purchases pull out when they um, hit the sunset clauses. So it's, it's a really good imperative to, to provide better quality um, apartments and designs for the city and, and for the people who are gonna live there. No, that's excellent. So um, I literally just thought of something that I wanted to talk to you about. I was just like so overwhelmed by your passion. It is so clear. And I was just like, is she born with this? Is this like, is this just how you've always been? Or is it just something that you've just developed over time and you've just, you know, you've found something that you do love, you are passionate about, and it's just a big motivator for you because you are, you're just like, boom, boom, boom. And you're just achieving, achieving, achieving. You're bringing new things into the place um, that are, you know, haven't really been done in large scale by other people. Um, like, is this just your, your life's work or? I think, I, I think so. I think it's like, you know, everyone has something they're passionate about that they want to speak about at barbecue that, you know, anyone who wants to talk about design sustainability, I'm like, great, going to talk your ear off. Let's go. Um, so I think, yeah, like it's, um, yes, it's my work, which I'm super lucky to be able to work in this space, but it's, it's also a passion. Like, um, you know, good design is exciting, it's fun, I, you know, like to look at it on the weekend, like to think about it, like to read about it. Um, and I think what's so exciting, maybe like why I do have this energy is I feel like we're on this um, precipice or we've got this incredible opportunity. I'm seeing, I'm meeting some really amazing boutique developers. Um, I'm seeing larger development organizations take sustainably, take sustainability really seriously. And I'm seeing the impact that um, smaller players are having on bigger industry. And so I think, um, you know, in the role that I play and, you know, in the role that you play and, um, you know, all of us, we've all got this opportunity now where I think, um, I think we all agree that what the way cities have been developing in the private market, particularly multi-residential, has been um, not with a long-term vision and, and maybe we're not super happy with it. I know that I don't think the majority is like exemplar city design. And so, but I think there's also, I'm super positive that there's an opportunity to change. And I think that comes from actually 
seeing that change happen in practice through my work and through others work. So I think that's like the, the biggest motivator and gives me energy and like it's fun as well. Excellent. So before we move on to the next project, I'd really love to get like a two minute rundown of your software. What, what are you doing with that? Uh, on good designs. Uh, no, not on good on um, match, track. match track. Is it match, yeah, match track? Yeah. M A T R A K. Okay. Um, match track. So it, um, I actually won't go into too much detail because okay. I just started, so I, I don't feel like I would be doing them justice. Um, but the way I describe it to, to people, I'm like, it's like A connects for materials, but way better interface. Um, so uh, it's over my head as a planner. Uh, so I'm A-Connect. sure the designers will understand what you're talking about. Um, so uh, A connects is um, project management software. Um, okay. That I think, yeah, anyone who's worked on a construction project um, might have used before. Um, but I, I have to be honest and I love it, but it's like, I think software is so good now that we have all this amazing software on our phones and we just kind of expect it to be the same quality when we go to work. And I think it maybe hasn't been there. And so this company um, really launched or really started to grow about two years ago, started by two brothers um, who are both uh, software engineers, but they also, their father has a um, window installation company and they were working for him, I think maybe on a uni break. And they were like, we don't know where the windows are and you know, scheduling is very difficult on projects. And so they just started to write software to start tracking the materials that they needed to install. And then saw the opportunity that scheduling is a, and materials tracking is a really big problem um, for everybody. So um, when we were discussing it, I asked them, I was like, who's this more impactful for? Is it for the suppliers, like, you know, your window installers, Mm -hmm. or is it, you know, the head contractors, like the really big construction companies. And they said, well, for both, Um, for the head contractors, if they're using this materials tracking software and they can see where there's potentially delays or scheduling um, changes, then they can save hundreds of thousands of dollars by by using MatTrack. Or for the smaller guys who are, you know, maybe installers, it's, you know, potentially the difference between life or death because, you know, it's so important to know um, and be able to forecast, you know, costs and, and staff and all of those things. So, um, yeah, that's sort of fun to, to be doing that. Um, and, yeah, stay within software and stay within the industry while also being able to do these other projects. Yeah, no, that's so, like, really cool, really cool. And so just to end it, what is this new project you have launched? We've briefed over it and it sounds very exciting. Um, yeah, so we've just launched a small development project in Byron Bay, which is where I live, um, with uh, Property Collectives, which um, is like a self-built group in Melbourne, and they support people who want to do their own developments without property developers, so it's multi-residential. Um, and the mission of this project is to bring together, um, I guess, my development background with also just, again, solving my own problem of um, I live in Byron Bay and the housing quality, it's either very expensive and a lot of celebrities mm-hmm. live here or it's, um, you know, maybe, you know, not great design. Sort of the multi-res is kind of a little bit older stock and not super sustainable. Um, so there's a lot of young families here and we want to do an exemplar project um, that really showcases that you can have really incredible uh, multi-res sustainable design without the the crazy buyer and price tag and so it's basically self-development or um, in Germany they call it bow group and building groups and you collectively bring together the residents who live there at the end 
um, so mm -hmm. the owner occupiers, and then you pull your resources, your capital, and engage development managers as a service. So rather than having the, the development profit margin, you, you save that cost and can internalize it into the project. Um, also no marketing costs because you have the people who are gonna live there already at the start. So mm -hmm. we've just launched that and the, the website is um, barandbakecollectives.com. And we've just launched an expression of interest process for anyone who wants to be involved. Um, and also a survey which looks at what are, where the people wanna live in the Shire, um, mm -hmm. what's, you know, where are they at? What's their potential price range? Um, and what's their time frame? Because, you know, property development does take a while. It takes at mm -hmm. least three years. We're pretty sure we have enough interest already based on what's come through, but we're also running an information session on August the 4th. If people want to learn more, okay. we'll be doing that over Zoom, obviously, with COVID. Um, and yeah, we're just looking to get a collective together to, to do a demonstration project, to pull all of those learnings from Good Designs and all mm -hmm. of the experience that Property Collectives has as an organisation together to do the demonstration project in Byron Bay. Perfect. Well, it sounds right up your alley. So you're doing a call out for people who potentially would like to live and invest in this. Um, I believe you were looking maybe for designers who would also like to be involved. Was there anyone else? Yeah, so I've just started looking at, um, I guess that's the funnest part is finding incredible sustainable designers. Mm-hmm who are being local or being, you know, within the region is very important to me. And I think it's so important because when we talk about sustainable design, um, how you do that in Melbourne is very different to how you do that in Byron Bay, just because the climates mm -hmm. are so incredibly different. So um, people who work, you know, vaguely within this region, anywhere from Brisbane to, you know, the central coast, who really understand that like, it's very hot and humid here and what the climate's mm -hmm. doing and how to design for this particular climate. Um, yeah, so we look, we're, we're starting to research who um, the leaders are in the sustainability field, sustainability consultants, energy consultants, all of those people. Um, but primarily at this point, we're focused on establishing the collective itself. So we've got mm -hmm. um, three families. We're looking for at least another three more, ideally. Um, but there, there's been quite a bit of interest. And then so really getting an understanding of their needs, their design yeah. needs. So you're halfway there. Um, halfway there, yeah. So, but, um, you know, there's always the, the you know, then you, um, we have a few sites in mind, but, to, you know, mm -hmm. seeing whether they fit within our budget and, and if the locations work for the families. Um, and then, yeah, just really finalising that collective, the timeline, making sure it works for everyone. And then, yeah, getting the project um, rolling a little bit quicker. It's, yeah, exciting. So, um, yeah, we'd love to um, speak to anyone who's interested in participating either as a purchaser and resident, and mm -hmm. we are really focused on owner-occupiers, um, or as a mm -hmm. consultant, so they're welcome to reach out. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time, Jesse. If people want to reach you directly, what is the best way to contact you? Yeah, they can um, email me, jesse at gooddesigns.com.au. Australian. <laughs> okay, well, excellent. And I'm really excited to see, you know, how your career progresses over the next few years. Like what you've done in the last 10 years is amazing. And I'm sure the next 10 years is going to be even better. Thanks, Jess. Um, I really appreciate yeah, coming on and having a chat with you. It's been really nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to see this product in action, please head over to the Urban Planners Queensland YouTube channel. Links are in the episode notes or you can find the recordings by visiting upqld.com.au. That is upqld.com.au.